0: Property investors and sisters, Stephanie and Nikki Taylor, are your guides on this exciting ride. Let's start up the engines and get ready to fly. Hello, hello, hello. It's Stephanie here. Welcome to episode 44 of Ask the Angels. This is where we answer your rent to rent questions. And if you would like to have your question answered, go ahead and go to renttorentsuccess.com slash ask, A-S-K. And you can record a question there for me to answer here, just like Rihanna did. So let me play Rihanna's question for you. Hi, Stephanie. My name is Rihanna and I have a rent to rent question for you. Um, So what happens if you get a call from a landlord after you've sent out your letters they give you a call and you go through the cost of the property, all the bills, and you find out that at the end, the deal is actually not profitable for you. How do you go about saying to the landlord, oh, um, this bill is actually not profitable for me, or do you tell them at all? And I understand that this can be eradicated if you know the details about the property beforehand, do the, the calculations and the summary, and find out that it's not profitable, therefore you don't have to have that awkward conversation with the landlord. So what if this happens and how do you go about it? I love these questions where people call in or leave the messages in their own voices because it's just so real. And I know that a lot of you will also have the same question. So what happens when you've seen a property with a landlord and you've decided it's not right for you? Well, first of all, Rihanna said... um, when you realize it's not profitable for you. So I'm going to answer it in several different ways and I am going to give some examples of what we say when we don't want to take on the property later in this episode. But I want to start off with the first part because there is always an amount that... um That will work for you, but sometimes you think it won't work for the landlord and that puts you off making the offer. But I want to just talk before uh, I talk about the practical side of it. I just want to talk about how to think about it, how we think contributes to how we feel, how we act, and really the thinking determines our results because the thinking changes our feelings, changes our actions, changes our results. So when we think about it as an awkward conversation, We're going to create that because you're going to feel, you're likely to feel awkward, hesitant if you're thinking about an awkward conversation. And you're probably not going to come across as competent or confident as you usually would do. Because when you're thinking about awkwardness, which is normal and natural, but it's not likely you're going to get the results you're looking for. So, what I like to think about before any conversation with a landlord or agent is, I have an incredible service, and I know that if they choose to work with us, that we're going to over-deliver for them. And that thought gives me confidence, and that increases my likelihood of success. But you might be thinking, but I'm just starting out. How can I believe that that is true? And I hear you, because I remember at the beginning where I did not know if I could do it because I had never done it before. But what I did know is that I was going to give it my best shot. And I felt pretty confident I could do it better than the people who were doing it badly and doing it without care. And so the thought that I could 100% believe was true, even when I didn't have an experience, was I will manage this property with care. And that just helped me so much. Whenever I was talking to landlords or agents, if ever there was something that might have been awkward, just knowing that I would manage the property with care gave me just the quiet confidence to be, to be sure of myself in a way that's not cocky or overconfident, but it's just real and People can pick up on how certain you are. And when you're sure about you, it transfers over to the other person. So take step one is to look at the thinking your brain is offering you. And the thinking your brain is offering you will often be negative. And then I want you to choose a thought which you can believe in. And right now you may not be able to believe. I have an incredible service. You might, you might not, but you need to choose a thought for yourself that you 100% can believe. Just like I did at the very beginning I had, I will manage this property with care and that really helped me. So you can try on different thoughts, see what fits you best. And what you're looking for is something that makes you feel confident, focused, positive. Um, All of the feelings that are going to generate the kind of actions that you want. So that's my first part because the thinking is so important and often we don't realize it. So we just wanted to share that with you. But Rihanna asked, what about when a deal doesn't work for us? So when you're analyzing a deal, there's always a number that will work for you as the rent to renter to offer. It's just that that number may be too low for the landlord. So what you're talking about here, I think, Rihanna, is what happens when we can't offer the rent the landlord is asking for? And that happens virtually every property because most HMO landlords haven't deducted the cost of the bills and the voids from the rent that they're asking for. So, what we need to explain to landlords is that actually we're offering uh, a very different service to what a traditional high street letting agent is offering. And that's because of the extras that we offer, such as paying the bills and um, and and the other services that we offer. So you have to set out your offer really clearly, and explain that they you'll be paying the net rent. Now the net rent looks less than the gross rent that the landlord is currently receiving, but you're taking off after the bills and after the management costs. You know your offer is often more than than the net rent a landlord would have in their pocket at the end of the day. So if a landlord has a property to let for 3,000 pounds, for example, and is paying all the bills, that 3,000 pounds is very clear in her mind. The cost of the bills and what she actually receives after all the bills, the voids, any management charges if if she's not self-managing, all of those costs are not clear in her mind. So your offer will need to clearly show how how your offer compares to what she's receiving now after all her costs, because it's probably not clear in her mind. And, for example, we put in our irresistible offers email template that management costs are typically 10% plus VAT. And in actual fact, management costs are often between 15 and 20% of gross rent because agents have other fees such as tenant find fees, maintenance surcharge fees, sometimes inventory fees, and often other kinds of hidden fees as well. So HMO landlords are often paying agents somewhere between 15 and 20 percent of the gross rent even though they think of it as 10 percent plus fat okay so they're often paying more and we also include in the offer all of the other costs a landlord will pay would pay that we'll now be paying so that includes cancel tax minor maintenance utilities wi-fi tv license cleaning and gardening And we also highlight the cost of voids. Voids are empty rooms. And we're able to manage properties by keeping voids to almost zero. And we'll show you how to do that as well. But many landlords and letting agents are not managing their properties in this way. And so they have higher voids. So it is just a case of educating landlords. Many landlords have no idea what their net rent is until we walk them through the process. And as Rihanna says in her question, to really understand the landlord's net rent, it's important to listen a lot and ask the right questions. And I have been through this in other episodes where we go through at the viewing and even when the landlord calls for the first time, I really listen to everything that they, that's going wrong, and everything that they're looking for, so that I can put together an offer which is really going to be compelling. So, we've talked about explaining how you're paying the net rent and how it's often better than what they're receiving now after all of the costs. And that's particularly the case if the property that they want to be managed is not being managed well at the moment. Like, for example, we took on a seven bed and it only had two people paying rent. And uh, most of the other rooms are empty. One person was in the process of being evicted. So a property like that is actually losing money for the owner. And so they're really keen for you to come in and do a better job and also offer the guaranteed rent. So your offer, as well as the the guaranteed rent, is going to include some or all of the following. So it may include a refurbishment. If you're doing rent-to-rent, it will include guaranteed rent every single month. It'll include total peace of mind for the next three or five years. It includes total freedom from tenant management. And it includes no more utility bills because we pay all the bills. And our minor maintenance paid managed and paid for by us. And our team ensuring that their property is professionally managed 24-7, It a compelling offer. And we bring that together within the Irresistible Offers template and explain it all. So um, in summary, rather than showing what we can't offer, which is what you were talking about, Rihanna, we show what we can offer and demonstrate why it's a good deal. So you clearly show your offer, how your offer compares with the net rent they're currently receiving And you clearly show how your service exceeds the experience they're currently having. Now, there may be cases, though, where the condition of the property or, dare I say it, the character of the landlord means you don't want to take on a property. And for those instances, we just keep it really simple and say what is most true. It could be any one of the following. I've got some examples of some properties we didn't take on. A former student let with really small bedrooms. Some of them had single beds and very small communal areas. And we just said we wouldn't be able to fill your property consistently with young professionals who don't already know each other. It had been used as a student let and it worked fine for that. But I think even nowadays students prefer um, double beds. But I think things have really changed. And so we just told the truth about it. So, another one was a small four-bed property without enough margin. So, I think it had three small double bedrooms and one single bedrooms. And again, the, it wasn't ideal for a house share. The space just didn't feel big enough and right for four people sharing. So, we just said, we won't be able to offer you the rent you're looking for. And another type of landlord, it might be the landlord has expressed values you don't agree with. Do you know i remember quite early on we went to see a property it was above some shops but the property had the entrance way to the property was not very nice and then once you got inside the property was in such a state but it wasn't that the property was in a state because that can sometimes happen even though the landlord is you know ha- is well meaning and trying to do the right things they're just a bit clueless but in this case the landlord seemed to think that seemed almost proud of it and seemed to think nothing at all was was wrong and we just knew that we wouldn't be able to work with him. So um, you know, and the sort of things that you might be looking out for is when they say that they won't be spending a penny to improve the property and you can see that the property needs a significant investment. And oftentimes these landlords are also the landlords who are trying to get the most out of it and they don't want to leave anything in the deal for you managing the property. So what we say in this case, we won't be able to rent out your property to professional tenants as it is and offer you the rent you're looking for. We won't be able to rent out your property to professional tenants as it is and offer you the rent you're looking for, which is also the truth. And you can see from my examples that I like to communicate it. I don't want to make it difficult or awkward. I just would like to communicate it simply, truthfully and without judgment. That that last one was hard for me because I felt really embarrassed and ashamed to be in that property that I just mentioned that was in such a poor poor condition Um, but um, it's important when you communicate even if you do have thoughts in your head to communicate without judgment because everyone is simply doing the best they can with what they have and what they know and you don't need to sour your relationships with anyone Um, you don't need to make anyone wrong for doing what they're doing you just need to make it clear that you won't be able to work with them on it, which we have said, we won't be able to rent out your property to professional tenants as it is and offer you the rent you're looking for. That's all we need to say. We don't need to make them right for being wrong or make them wrong for being right or whatever the expression is. And I think that sometimes is a temptation that people want to go in and tell people, even when they're not taking on a property, everything that's wrong with it and how they're wrong. So don't make it a problem. Don't let it be awkward. Treat people respectfully and keep moving towards your goal. Your focus is you. And as I say, you don't have to make other people wrong. They're doing the best that they can. I know that that's not what you were thinking, Rihanna, but I loved that question, Rihanna. So thank you so much for asking it. And if you're in Rent to Rent Kickstarter program with us, you'll have M4.6a, when landlords call checklist with exactly what questions to ask. We've got M5.6A, the Irresistible Offers for Landlords template, which shows you how to put all this together in a way that gets results. It's compelling and shows the true value of your offer, which may appear less good on the surface, but is actually better. And we've got M5.6B, which is the Irresistible Offer for Agents templates. And those email templates are so good. I know that you're going to love them. So you're here at the end of the episode, so I know you've enjoyed listening. If you'd like to listen to a copy of our Rent to Rent Success book on Audible, visit renttorentsuccess.com slash Audible. And you also get a free 30-day membership if you're not already on Audible. Uh, you can get that free 30 day membership and listen to Rent to Rent Success free. Or if you're already on Audible, you'll need to use your Audible credits to listen. So it's rent to rent slash Audible. So that's it for now. I will see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you so much for being with me here today. If you would like more, we've written the number one best-selling book on rents to rents. You can find it at rents to rent success.com slash book. Reviewers on Amazon have described it as the best read to rent HMO book and also as a definitive reference guide and inspirational. Take your next step today and buy the book. You can find it at rent2rentsuccess.com book. And I'll see you again next time. Until then, remember, believe bigger. Be bolder, be a game changer.